Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walsh, founder of Cali Barbecue and Cali Barbecue Media in life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. We're so grateful for Toast, our primary technology partner, for believing in this project, for enabling 74,000 restaurants in the U.S. to be better with their digital hospitality so that they can take care of more guests. Uh, today, we have an, a very exciting episode because this is why I'm so excited about this show. I mean, we've over for 2022, we were able to reach over 12 million people with the thanks of entrepreneurs distribution through video, audio and images. And we're so grateful for anybody that tuned into the show. But to be able to have conversations like this, conversations that matter to people that are in the hospitality business that are playing the game within the game. That's what gets me more excited every single day. So today we have Andre Morais, and that is, he is the senior director of marketing and head of PepsiCo's digital lab. Now, Pepsi is an $80 billion net revenue worldwide company. They have over 30,000 employees. Their Instagram has 1.7 million followers. TikTok, half a million followers. LinkedIn, 7 million followers. Facebook, 36 million followers. Twitter, 3 million followers. You know who Pepsi is. They have proudly supported the Super Bowl. You drink Pepsi. They sell products all over the world. Um, and today, we're so grateful to have you on the show. Andre, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. And I'm super excited about our chat today. So uh, I like to set the stage by asking a, a, a random question, which is where in the world is your favorite stadium stage or venue? All right. So I'm going to have to go with uh, what's top of mind for me, which is beautiful MSG, Madison Square Garden right, right. here in uh, New York City. So Gotta love the atmosphere, whether you're there for a game or for a show, right? And uh, and just that it helps to have good beverages present as well, too, as you're uh, enjoying. I'm guessing it's a Pepsi pour at MSG. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and we're proud of it and uh, the experience we get to set up. But also just, you know, to your question, like, it's, it's incredible when you're there for a concert and when you're there for a game, just to be in that environment where there's so much energy everyone together right and uh it's it's a really unique place so we're going to go to msg i'm going to convince entrepreneur and toast and we're going to talk to pepsi but we're going to put on a hospitality leadership summit you know kind of a ted tedx style um event where we're just giving out incredible content to all the the best people you know the people that are really want to level up their business we always like to think that we have an audience of people that we don't want to get stuck in the four walls of our restaurant we love what we do but it's always been bigger than just one restaurant or 10 restaurants or or hundreds of restaurants you know what we do in the hospitality business is we want to make an impact by by giving back to people so we're going to put on a conference at msg and i'm going to put you at center court and I'm gonna give you two minutes and I want you to answer the question, PepsiCo created a digital lab and you're running it. What is it? Pitch it to <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's awesome. All right, so let's let's jump into that one, right? So PepsiCo Digital Lab, how did it come about? What are we doing, right? And so I think it's, we rewind the clock a little bit to 2019 and think about where we all were uh, the you know as we're, as we're thinking about the rise of digital and just hey online ordering is picking up about 
5% of the business of, uh, of restaurants is starting to be about digital ordering, online ordering. Little did we know what was around the corner, right, of really thinking about how much digital ordering was going to be necessary to restaurants uh, to continue keeping the lights on and keeping also doing exactly what you said, right? Serving our guests, bringing meals to them, really creating that uh, and, and building on that culture of the food that we love and the people that we love to serve, right? And so uh, that's when really the Digital Lab was born. And as you can imagine, rapidly grew in importance for the solutions that we bring to our customers, right? And so the digital lab came about as a way for us as PepsiCo to think about what are the what are the solutions, what are the services, what are the capabilities that we need to start building to better partner with our restaurant customers or those customers across the food service context, right? Whether they're hospitality, recreation, retail, um, restaurants themselves, right? But all of us who are serving meals to our, our guests, to our consumers, right? What is it that we need to elevate our digital game? Fast forward to today, right? And we are now much more robust as a team and offering a suite of, of solutions, uh, everything from our menu pro solution, which is all about optimizing menus based on, you know, what's the optimal consumer experience for going through a menu and how can we help restaurants really showcase their, their meals better? How can we help them create the best pairings and, and structure everything that way, all the way to uh, things like our Concepts to Go capability that we recently launched and announced right around virtual brands and ghost kitchen support and all of that. So quite a, quite a bit under the digital lab. So Andre, let me get this right. For clarification purposes, PepsiCo Digital Lab, if a restaurant owner that's listening to this, how much does it cost for them to get involved with this program? Thank you for asking, Sean. I'm glad we get to, to touch on this because uh, I'm so happy to say it's free. Right? Wait, free? Uh, we, don't, we don't charge for any of our services uh, this way, right? It, this, is, uh, this is a value add to the partnership, just something we're excited to bring to our customers and, and help them grow, right? So for us, What's, uh, what's in it for us is seeing that the Pepsi restaurants are successful and grow and benefit from all of the expertise and value that we're able to bring them, right? So that's, uh, that's what we care about. It's amazing to me because the fact that you are a marketer at heart, you're a professor at NYU, an adjunct professor where you, you teach marketing, you were part of Google, former Google executive working in the food and beverage vertical, and to have the leadership at Pepsi take a step back from marketing and to put investment into technology and how can we empower our restaurant and hospitality partners? It's a big investment and that's pre-pandemic. How, how does leadership, how did, how did that conversation come about? Yeah, so I um, I actually joined uh, PepsiCo two years ago, right? So just uh, just a little, a few weeks over two years ago, and uh, the digital lab had already started to to take shape and build up, and that's when I started having conversations with uh, with people like our, our CMO Scott Finlow, right, our president Ann Fink, and uh, getting to know the team a little bit more and getting to see the opportunities there, and it was just incredible to me to see. Uh, the commitment uh, from PepsiCo to our customers beyond just delivering products, right? And beyond just having uh, the right beverages and snacks for them yeah. there, but actually thinking about, and I think this is 
uh, you know, it goes back to what's core to PepsiCo Food Service and how we partner with our customers. It's really about um, the partnership. It's really about the thought leadership and about being present in helping the business grow, right? And so the the vision and mission really of the digital lab uh, has always been and continues to be um, the success of our restaurant customers, right? The success of those that partner with us and ensuring that we have the right tools, the right capabilities, the right uh, know-how to, to elevate that. So for me personally, right? Having a tech background and, uh, yeah. and uh, data analytics, marketing, right? And being a marketer at heart, as you mentioned, right? It's what I care about people. And, uh, and I love when we get to really focus in on, on our consumers, on our customers, right? The restaurant owners, the business owners, small to large, right? That are really bringing those experiences to guests and, and consumers all over and to have the opportunity, right? To, to be a part of that and to, to build something new that we get to share with these thousands and thousands of restaurant owners uh, yeah. is really special, right? And so that energizes me, energizes all of us uh, on a daily basis. Bring me back to Google. What what did you learn? Uh, what lessons did you learn? Any stories that you you take away and, and bring with you moving forward? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it's uh, data. It's so interesting, <laughs> right? And uh, of course, uh, it's but it's it's one of those things that it's uh, and I and I one of the concepts that I teach in my class, right? That it's uh, when I'm talking about this at NYU with my students there. It's about um, data means nothing without insights and insights really mean nothing without action, right? And so one of the things that I really take away from, uh, from my experience at Google is uh, just the opportunity that we have with whatever small amount of data or large amount of data that we have to garner insights from that. And yeah. then think about what do we do with this information now? What do we do with this insight, right? Whether it's as a restaurant operator, knowing what your top selling items are, or knowing what your busiest times of day are, or knowing your guests, right? Like knowing the people that are coming in, that's data in itself right there, right? It doesn't have to be structured data. It can be unstructured conversations. It can be unstructured observations. But taking data, turning that into insights, and then building an action plan off of it and committing to that in a loop that provides you some new insights, that provides you some new opportunities to observe and then take action from that is one of the things that I just love being a part of at Google and continue to take that forward with me. And now a quick break from restaurant influencers to share an exciting new offer from our sponsor, Atmosphere TV. Go to atmosphere.tv forward slash BBQ to not only get Atmosphere TV for free, but also our audience is given the gift of $200 in ad credits, as well as free activation. Join more than 40,000 other venues who use Atmosphere TV by signing up with the code BBQ at atmosphere.tv forward slash BBQ. Keep guests entertained with Atmosphere TV because you have the ability to turn your promotions and your advertisements onto your television with this platform. The simple plug and play device lets you take control of the content on your screens. Keep guests entertained, engaged, and informed of real-time specials, career opportunities, and announcements that you can personalize within your own custom content dashboard. Tap into great channels such as America's Funniest Home Videos, Fashion, Throttle, Chive TV, 
sports highlights, Red Bull, Real Madrid, along with unbiased news and entertainment. There is something for everyone. Over 60 curated channels of short form, entertaining content to choose from right at your fingertips. They also have an incredible ad supported network that allows you to not only market within your four walls, but also locally or nationally if you desire. The platform gives you full control to dial in your marketing efforts. Please go and visit atmosphere.tv slash BBQ and let them know restaurant influencers sent you. Yeah, what's fascinating for me is, you know, being a restaurant owner since 2008 and thinking of my restaurant journey, and I'm sure so many of our listeners is we're, we're very subjective, you know, we're, we're in a, a touch and feel business. So it's how do I feel? But once you start to use technology, and like you said, once you have actionable data to look at, it's what do you do with that data? And then now, instead of being subjective about how I feel this, we sell a lot of this item. Well, no, actually, when you look down to it, and it's it, it's funny because you could ask a server, do we sell this a lot? And they go, oh, that's very popular. You toss it, the, the, the chef in the back and they go, well, we barely sell that. But until you look at the numbers, you go, oh, this is what's actually happening. And once yeah. you see that, and once you see now in 2023 and beyond, it's how do we start to look at technology differently so that we can, as we all said, which is how do we do more? How do we do it more, do it more efficient to create more memorable moments? Mm-hmm. When you look at technology at PepsiCo and what you're trying to do with the digital lab, what are the what are the pillars of, of looking at technology and implementing it? Because as you said, you know, the, the thing I love about podcasting and creating content online is it it's it's on demand, it's free. Anybody that anybody can tune into this show, it's up to them to do the work. You know, when you when you go and you're a professor in class, you have people that are engaged. They have to be there at class for credit. But you have certain ones that are actually going to do the work. They're actually mm-hmm. going to raise their hand. They're actually going to put what you said into action, launch that into the career. And it's the same with your restaurant partners and hospitality partners. You can only get them to the table and you show them. But then it's how do you get them to take the next step? What what are your what are your philosophies around that? Yeah. Um, so technology, right. And technology in our space, it's, uh, technology is an enabler, uh, and technology is, uh, also just a, a great strength to be able to master right in the, in the restaurant space. You don't have to invest millions as a restaurant owner in technology to, to help your business. You don't have to invest hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands, right. It's, uh, it's actually about identifying the needs and focusing on the technology that's the greatest enabler to your own strengths and to scaling what you have, right? You tell a great story in your restaurant, you have a great experience there. Okay, what's the technology that's going to help you enable that experience to carry through to a delivery order, right? To a takeout order. What's going to happen when a consumer doesn't get to meet you at your restaurant, doesn't get to meet the staff that you've really, that you've become so proud of being able to hire the right and the best people, right, uh, that were there, what happens when they're ordering from somewhere else, right? And so for us, the way we look at technology as an enabler as well, too, is, uh, is twofold, right? It's one, what is the technology that we see really playing a role in restaurants and in the food service industry today and tomorrow, Right? What are the evolving pieces in this story here so that we can be a step ahead as well, too, in building uh, thought leadership and building that know-how and in piloting and testing emerging technology so that when our customers are ready to have that conversation and are like, hey, 
what's this, uh, what's the deal with technology ABC, right? Have you guys looked into this a bit more? We can say, yes, like been piloting it, been testing it out. Here's how we think you should look at it, right? And so be able to have a recommendation, be able to have a point of view is really important to us. So sometimes we're not gonna be the experts on that, but we like to build our network of experts within that, right? And that's part of one of our capabilities that we call our inner circle, right? Which really is those uh, partners and uh, and companies that we know we can turn to as experts in particular areas of emerging technology, even within our uh, company. We've got the PepsiCo Digital Lab, which we're talking about today. Yeah. But even, uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to our PepsiCo Labs team, which is a team that's just uh, deeply connected across um, startups and the VC world, looking at all the latest emerging technology. So we all work together to identify those pieces of technology for our restaurant customers and start building that portfolio of uh, know-how and knowledge around uh, technology for food service. But then the second piece really becomes, where do we get involved, right? Like what's our role to play then too uh, in uh, enabling some of this technology to be easier uh, for restaurants or more reachable, more attainable, right? And some of that just goes back to some of the things that, hey, what do we want to build ourselves what do we want to partner on? What do we want to make sure that our, our customers know that, hey, this is important to you, right? And I think one of the, uh, the examples of that would be how we identified that menus. Hey, we've yes. been, as restaurant operators, fantastic at creating our own menus for on-premise dining. And if you have a bar, you create your bar menu, right? And you're intentional about it. What do I sell at the bar? What do I sell when someone sits down at a table with a server? And then we created our takeout menus, right? And, like, and we were intentional about that as well too. Hey, let's create some different types of package sizings, right? Let's create some different things here. But when it came to online ordering, a lot of times uh, restaurant operators just took the takeout menu or the bar menu or the dining menu and yep. said, let's just put this on there. And we lost a little bit of that intentionality. So um, over the past year, we've actually optimized over 30,000 menus for restaurants, just Amazing. going through that and saying, hey, here's some opportunities for you to go back to the context that your guest is in, which is their couch at home, right? Their office or a trip they're on. And let's help them find the best experience with your menu. So a bit of everything there on technology, but our point of view really is about what are the enablers um, for restaurants to continue to grow and thrive. So I'm going to share a quick story about um, one of one of your, somebody that works part of your, your team, um, and her name is Amanda Agnew. And I met her through a previous guest on this show, and that was Javier Correa. We, it's Sombrero's Mexican Foods. So they have... 13 uh, Mexican food restaurants here in San Diego. And um, I actually met him and his family back when the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game was here at Petco Park. So Major League Baseball had a Petco Park um, event and Pepsi reached out to four customers. We were one of those four customers, Cali Barbecue and Mexican uh, uh, Sombrero's Mexican Food. Um, so we were part of the block party. So this was a really cool activation for us to be a part of not just the Home Run Derby, but the All-Star Game three-day event. Um, great brand exposure, great opportunity that Pepsi provided for us. But uh, Javier, he reached out to me and he said, um, I just met with Amanda and Amanda's part of this new program that the digital lab. And uh, I think you guys should meet up. And Amanda, Amanda went through our entire digital menu 
And we are a barbecue media company. Like literally I do this stuff every single day. We have four different podcasts. I have content on TikTok and Instagram, and I go around the, the world and speak on stages, talking to business owners about social media strategy. But ultimately you got to have relationships because what Amanda presented to us, and I'm guessing this is available to any Pepsi customer or potential customer out there was eye-opening with the statistics where just the photo of a Pepsi that is on DoorDash or on Uber Eats or on our Toast Tab menu, just adding the photo, the amount of upsells that you get by having a beautiful condensation Pepsi photo versus just with the words. I mean, I don't know. Do you have the statistics of what it was? Uh, yeah, of what, that, what that upsells is? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, across uh, the last year, right? Of 30,000 menus, we saw that even the, some of the simpler updates, right? Can have a 20% lift in order volume and in overall like beverage sales and themselves even too, but just order volume itself, right? Yep. And uh, and so that's just uh, exceptional, right? We actually saw, I think it was like a 22% lift on average in um, restaurant digital revenue from uh, going through some of these optimizations. So, you know, and these are things like you're not adding a new item to your menu. You're not creating completely new things. It's how do we restructure that? So that's awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Amanda is fantastic. And, and so great to hear that you got the opportunity to work with her. And uh, and we have, you know, people all over the Well, the I mean, I think for me, too. for me, it's, it's very exciting because the world that we live in when PepsiCo makes an investment to build out this division to help empower restaurants on a very small level to the biggest level in stadiums, you know, so many different venues that you guys are at where wherever you're pouring, pouring Pepsi or selling Pepsi, pro Pepsi products. Um, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting because you know that you can't do it all yet you're making such a significant investment to bring in people like you i mean i'm guessing they recruited you the top of the top of the top talent to be able to run this program to let restaurant owners know that this is important i mean there's a reason why we talk about ghost kitchens we talk about virtual brands we bring on the best of the best can you talk about pepsico the digital lab why you guys are making such a investment in educating restaurants about virtual brands and ghost kitchens yeah, I mean, it's the it's the same thing that we're talking about there with menus, right? It's menus are important, but what else is important to restaurants, right? And so one of the things we, we've we been monitoring for a while now, you'll remember back in May of 2021, we launched Pep's Place as a pop-up, right? And that was a, a pop-up virtual brand, the first fast beverage restaurant, right? We call it, uh, that was just all about celebrating how Pepsi is better with food, right? And so we were thinking about that and you know, working together with uh, our Pepsi brand team here and really thinking about how we celebrate how food goes well with beverages. And so we said, well, Let's put our culinary team to, to work on pairing the perfect meals together, right? And creating these intentional pairings. And that was the beginning of a long journey on just understanding how important are virtual brands and how important are ghost kitchens to the world of restaurants today, right? And uh, what we found is really that uh, this is the important thing about also like listening to our customers and to being present in the moment and observing what are some of the, the trends, what are some of the needs. Needs, right, that data into insights, and then now the action, which was there is a need, 
right, for uh, us to be able to create uh, additional revenue opportunities for restaurant operators, yep. um, new ways to utilize kitchen capacity, supply chain, minimize waste, right? Really think about how else can we do what we do in the kitchen, right? Hey, uh, we'll talk to restaurants that have a really great time selling during the day. They're late night, not so much. Evenings, not so much. So they'll start closing earlier. They'll send staff home because there's really no point in keeping everybody there. But what if there was a way that you could have another brand on aggregators, right, on, on platforms like DoorDash or Uber Eats and Grubhub that you could actually place on there or even have your own app and website where you're selling things uh, under a different name, right, but that still feature what you're known for and what you're an expert at, which is making incredibly delicious food, right, uh, and so that's where we really started to go into, okay, how can we build a capability and a set of tools and frameworks and resources to equip our restaurant customers on doing any of three, four umbrella things, right? Which are launching their own virtual brand uh, in, the, in the world that we're in today, right? Navigating all of the different partners, navigating all the different technology needs, all of those different elements. That's one. Two is, hey, um, I want to be a ghost kitchen, right? I've got some added kitchen capacity and I would love to launch something, but I don't have a brand of my own that I've thought up and I don't know what I would do. Can you help us identify that, right? We then, of course, right, uh, we can help them and, and guide them through that journey of what to bring in and how to launch that. And as their partners also have that conversation about, making sure that they have all that they need to succeed from that technology as well as within our partnership. And then lastly is for those customers of ours who are saying, we are incredible in uh, one part of the country. We're doing amazing here. We have locations. We're doing great. We know our guests and our consumers, but we think it's time to expand. We'd love to try growing a little bit, right? And so it's facilitating that as well, too, through the world of delivery only, right? And ghost kitchens and, and um, having them have the ability to actually find new areas through our work on insights and data to identify here are some places you can test out, here are some opportunities that you have to grow. So all of this, our, our concepts to go capability, we call it right around virtual brands and ghost kitchens, is about strengthening and enabling our customers to deliver in the digital world, right? I mean, for me, I'm, I'll, I'll share another real quick story is when, when we first opened in 2008, we were with the, the other company um, before, before we, uh, started to grow and we started to build out our bar program and our beverage program. And, um, you know, about four years in, in 2012, um, I remember struggling to get a hold of any reps at the other company. Um, we were needing help with bar guns. We were needing help with soda machines. And I remember going to a U.S. food show here in San Diego and, and walking by and, uh, Josh Bowman at the time flagged me down and he did an incredible job of listening to the problems that we had of proactively telling me that he was going to help. And that's when we became Pepsi customers for life. We became Pepsi customers for life because he was willing to run through any wall to help solve my problem. And the more that I've worked with Pepsi, the more that I realize there's something special about what you guys are doing on the sales side. Because when I think of hospitality and I think of proactive hospitality and I think of companies that aren't just marketing to add sales, you're marketing to educate, you're marketing to have a partnership. And what I hope people listening to this show understand that Pepsi 
despite how big they are, and you know how you know how amazing this company is, they have humans at the company that will run through walls for you and they care. And they have and they're developing more and more tools and resources to help you succeed digitally so you can do more things that you love to do. What is the secret that you guys use to recruiting talent? that understand because restaurant owners and people that work in stadiums and people that work in hotels, we come from all walks of life, but we all have the hospitality DNA and it takes a special type of person to proactively reach out, not just in real life, but digitally to say, Hey, you know, we're working on something. How do you, how do you, how do you teach that? And how do you recruit for it? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll start by, by saying thank you for, uh, for saying all of that. Right. It's, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't I true. I, I wouldn't say I, I, it, the truth vibrates the fastest. So <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it's our story, when it's our story, it's easy for me to say it. Cause, exactly. cause I didn't that's, that's how it happened. <laughs> didn't ask for it. You could have told me this. Uh, after <laughs> no, it, it, it happened in real life. Like I, so appreciate that. And, you know, a few minutes ago, I talked about what keeps me and all of us energized here. And it's about being able to have an impact with our customers and, and with restaurants. So just hearing your story there is, uh, that's rewarding uh, to me, right? And that's one of those things that we get to be proud of. And that's, I think, the the secret there, honestly, right? It's, yes, we do look for great people to, to hire and to bring in. And as we continue to grow uh, our teams, it's, it's all all about really finding those people that that care, that care about the guests, that care about the operator, that um, show that um, that empathy, but also that that knowledge of the importance that and the important role that we get to play in uh, in helping restaurants and in serving the industry itself. But I think more than that, even too, is then the culture that they find once they're here, right? And for me, having worked across marketing for some time now and the technology space, I've always been kind of around Pepsi and around PepsiCo employees, right? And the, the teams here and, and hearing about it, but it's another thing to experience the culture really and just how much emphasis there is every day about the important role that our customers play and the important role that we play in serving you, right? And in serving our restaurants and serving our, uh, our customers and ultimately our guests through our brands and through the experiences that we bring, whether it's an event that we invite you to come to and be present there at, or whether it's in the services and solutions we create, right? It's about taking pride and ownership in the fact that you are helping someone grow their business. You're helping someone drive more sales. And through that, they're going to be even more successful. They're going to put their kids through college. They're going to grow that business. They're going to be, you know, super happy with what we've, we've done for them. So it's, it's about the, the people, right? It's about really thinking of more than ourselves as the company and the brands and, and thinking about um, our, our customers, our guests, Right. Ultimately. So when you think of your role, I, I love the fact that you're an adjunct professor at NYU and you, you, you do it, you put an integra integrated marketing class. What's the number one thing you hope your students take away? Because anybody that's listening to this content, they're a student, they want to get better and they want to improve their business. And um, if I have a professor here available, I'm going to ask him the, the <laughs> when you make your syllabus, what's your, what's your hope? 
when, when a yeah. student leaves your class? So I told you, I told you one of the first things that I, uh, that I talked to my students about in the beginning of a semester, which is data to insights to action, right? Those are the core things. Yep. Any of my students listening will know what the next thing is that I'm going to say. That is that data are people, right? Like when you're looking at data, you're looking at behavior. So let's talk, stop talking about data, data, data. And it's more about behavior and it's behavioral observations, right? And it's, and I'll show them examples of just how you're driving up clicks on a website and look at this, people are super interested in this and it's doing amazing. And it's actually, no, it's just that the button overlays a little bit with what's on the side there and people are just misclicking on a phone, right? Because <laughs> uh, our fingers are all the bigger yes. than the designer thought they would be, right? And so it's just all about thinking about uh, people and people's behavior. So even just going into the classroom environment and teaching like the next wave of, of marketers and analysts and whoever is sitting in my class there, I want them to walk out thinking about just how important it is for you to observe, draw insights, take action, go back to observing, but then also realize what it is that you're observing, whether you're talking about CPMs on an advertising campaign or whether you're talking about check size on a basket at your restaurant, right? It's about people. Why did they add what they did? Why didn't they add what they didn't add, right? Like what drives somebody to consume differently when they are on premise, when they're sitting down in your restaurant versus when they're ordering online, right? Like what are those things that actually drive behavior? It's all about people and it's all about behavior and it's all about understanding who you're talking to. I love that. Yeah. The the humanity, the humanity behind the data, understanding that those are those are not just numbers; those are humans actually there. And yeah. uh, I know the restaurant owners; it's much easier. It's easy for us to think in real life in terms of hospitality, but when we think about digital hospitality, which are the things that we talk about on this show and the things that I go and I speak about, it's how do we take care with the same heart and the same love and the same compassion and understanding for the customer on all the different platforms, when they're on Yelp, when they're on Google, when they're on uh, Instagram, when they're on TikTok, how do we create that frictionless experience so that it's easy to not only buy barbecue, but to add a two liter bottle of Pepsi? <laughs> you know, yeah. how, do, how do we create those moments? When you think about getting more awareness for the digital lab, for what you guys are doing, what is, what is, how are you, what's the strategy behind, how do you get more restaurant owners to know about this? Besides doing things like this, yeah, so, <laughs> doing more things like this, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, things like this are great, and uh, and and getting to talk to you here about the digital lab too for me is also insightful as well too, right? As to like the questions that you're asking me as well, and, and the things that we get to talk about, I'm constantly in that space of learning and and taking back the insights of okay, that's interesting, right? What do we do with this? Uh, this yeah. is really uh, uh, this is really important. But I think it's also about the experience that you had with Amanda, right? Yes. And it's equipping our sales team, it's equipping equipping our marketing teams, it's equipping everyone within PepsiCo to know what it is that we have to offer to customers, right? What it is that we have to offer to restaurants, what it is that we have to offer to every single operator out there, and be able to talk about it and be able to, you don't have to be an expert in what you're talking about, but be able to say, hey, here's something that I heard you saying is a need or I've observed perhaps like 
I downloaded your app and it keeps crashing, right? Uh, and uh, maybe you're having an issue there. Hey, we might have a team that can help you, right? And that can talk to you about that. Or um, saw you launched, you started doing delivery, right? And uh, hey, we've got a team that can work with you on ensuring that you've got the best experience for your guests there. So part one is definitely making sure that everyone within PepsiCo can tell the story, right? Storytelling is so important, not just for our restaurants, uh, but also for the, the capabilities yeah. and solutions we're here to offer, right? If nobody knows about it, what, what good is it, right? And so definitely making sure that everybody knows and can tell their uh, restaurants about it as they go for their visits, as they are, you know, going around the, their markets and, and walking around or emailing or being on the phone, we know what to talk about, but then also equipping them with what to listen for, right? Yes. Which is as you're having conversations, you don't have to always proactively follow this script here of what is the digital lab. Listen, if you hear some of these key things here, that could be an opportunity for us to add value. But if there's no opportunity to add value, continue with the other conversations you're having, right? And then lastly, uh, we're doing this more now too, of just being present out there as well. So you'll see us at uh, industry shows, right? You'll see us uh, yes. at events as well too, just being there and starting to, to meet operators and uh, meet people to, to be able to build those relationships and start developing those conversations. So for, for me, one of the biggest goals with the show is teaching business owners that they're also creators. Uh, they're the original creators. We're in this creator economy where online storytellers are really good at making content for TikTok and for YouTube and for podcasts and all the other things, all the different platforms. But business owners, we're good also at doing B2C content. So we know as a barbecue restaurant, I need to be on Instagram and I need to make sexy brisket and have pictures of ribs. But what people fail to realize, which is something that we're trying to teach with this show, is that there is an incredible opportunity to talk about not just the things that we sell, but the things that we believe in. And the things that we believe in, like Pepsi and our relationship with Pepsi, our relationship with Toast, our relationship with all these partners, us sharing that story isn't to get another person to come in and buy more ribs. Us sharing that story is to have a conversation with the people that love our restaurant so that they know that we're always trying to improve our business. And there's a reason why we pick all the things that we pick in this, in this space. When Pepsi has such an incredible job being loud on social and creating engaging content on social, how do you guys think from a B2B standpoint? Because that's what PepsiCo is offering. You're offering these partnerships with restaurants, with stadiums, with hotel venues. Um, how do you think about how do we create content for those platforms about the work that we're doing? Yeah, um, you know, there's there's so many different ways that we, we think about that, right? It's about creating content for uh, our social platforms or for the events that we're present in or yes. even for the communication that we have directly with the business owner, right? And, and that B2B communication there. I think the same level of energy goes into a lot of those different channels of communication and, and ways of thinking, but it's about... Uh, highlighting the the right story as well too right the uh, our our products might be a uh, might might be the the 
the sidekick in the story there, right? It might be kind of what is part of the experience, not the highlight of the experience. When we have something like Doritos After Dark that that launches, that's okay. Doritos is the the highlight of the yes. story here. We've got a big story to tell, right? But when it is talking about Cali Barbecue and here is the amazing brisket that you have there, right? It's it's about showcasing that, and it might be about talking about the relationship we've built and talking about. Um, the the personal connection that you have with different members of the team, right? So when we're thinking from a B2B perspective too, it's uh, the story that we have to tell is the, as a story of authenticity and a story of uh, relationships. And that's the intention to have come through on the message, right? It's if we're celebrating someone's business, if we're celebrating a product launch, if we're celebrating something else, it's about authentically recognizing here what's the what's the, the what's the shout out what's the right story to, yeah. to say here and and what do we want to emphasize so you'll see a lot of the work that we do um, for example on a Pepsi dig in where we're celebrating black owned restaurants and we're uh, doing a lot of work to uh, to help uh, black owned restaurants really succeed and uh, and expanding whether it's into digital or in how they're building the experience on premise and so we have a team that's purely dedicated to that you're not going to see a lot of stories where we're talking about all the work we've done and yeah. all the things we're doing because it's not about the work we're doing it's not about the things we are doing there that pepsi dig in is there to celebrate black owned restaurants and to help them so the story how, we're going to tell is about them not how does somebody how does somebody find out more about that program yeah, so you can just uh, honestly Google Pepsi Dig In uh, right there, right? There you and go. You find out more there. <laughs> Search engine yeah. optimized. I like Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Or you can go to PepsiDigIn.com uh, and, and find us there for more information. That's awesome. So yeah, I just wanted a quick reminder for anybody listening to the show. We always say, stay curious, get involved, ask for help. And you listening to the show, watching the show, reading about the show, we're grateful. Um, but we actually want you to participate and share the story of your restaurant, your hospitality. If you're trying to get into the content creation business, we, we interview people that are YouTubers, that are former chefs, that are now successful TikTok creators. Whatever your passion is, come and join us on the social audio app Clubhouse every Wednesday. Wednesday and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, please come join us, get on stage, share your story, um, be a part of our digital hospitality leaders. We're, we're grateful for that. I already, usually I give a social shout out, but I've given multiple shout outs. And that was uh, to Amanda on the team, as well as uh, Josh, grateful. Marco's also part of the San Diego team. You guys, I don't know if you're spoiling us in San Diego or what, but I'm guessing that no matter what market you're in, um, this is a culture thing. So if you guys are listening to this, if, if you are Pepsi customers, please reach out to the digital lab um, and find out how they can help you. It doesn't matter if you're you know, part of the best of the best, I guarantee you they have data that can help improve your sales because it seriously, it helped us. Um, my my general manager and business partner was blown away. He's like, I've been scouring the internet trying to figure out, we've hired professional photographers. We tried, and, and you guys, you had everything that we needed. Amanda literally gave us a Dropbox of like, hey, here's some photos that we know work and they've been tested. <laughs> so um, shout out to Amanda. But uh, Andres, I would love for you to, anybody that you want to give a, a special shout out since this is on entrepreneur. Anybody on the team or or any customer that you'd like to shout yeah. out? 
All right. So let's do this. Uh, thanks for the opportunity there. What I'll say is I've already given, I've already given a few shout outs too, right? So just yep. like uh, we, we've gone through this already a little bit, but I'll say I've already given a shout out to our, our leadership here uh, and think our president, Scott Finlaw, our CMO really. And I think it's, it starts with the support that we have as an organization yep. and uh, the focus that there is on investing and building these capabilities for our customers. I want to give a huge shout out also to um, the, the digital lab team itself uh, and everyone on the team uh, specifically to, you know, we started a conversation and, and touched a bit on like our work on virtual brands and ghost kitchens, big shout out there to Christina Zaka, who's our director of partnerships and business nice. development, really leading a lot of that work. And so exciting to be able to make those announcements and uh, do launches like uh, Doritos after dark alongside our Frito-Lay team, right. Which is a big Huge. shout out there and how we work uh, with them, Amanda, and all of our uh, digital leads around the country and around the world. Huge shout out there. But then lastly, I'll just close with our customers, right? It's uh, because it's you that we're listening to. It's you that we're working for. And it's you that we get excited to see thrive and grow and really succeed in the world of digital, but then also just in your on-premise business and how you're telling your stories, how you're going beyond the four walls of your restaurant and uh, into people's homes, right? So huge shout out there. And I'd say also just to compliment what you said before, right? If you're a PepsiCo customer, reach out to us. If you're not a PepsiCo customer, reach out to us. Like we're here to listen, we're here to talk and um, you can find us uh, whether it's through uh, the PepsiCo website, uh, within the, the food service uh, area there. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn. You can find us through the digital lab, but just uh, really love to connect with uh, with our customers and uh, and those who have questions, even if you're not. And if a restaurant owner wants to get involved with this program, what's the easiest way for them to uh, to get involved? Just uh, one, reach out to your local PepsiCo sales rep. So whoever you're working with right now, talk to them. They'll know how to get you in touch. They'll get you all the information you need. Uh, you can contact us through the PepsiCo Food Service LinkedIn channel as well too, or uh, if you spot us at your industry events that you're at, come say hi, and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you more then. Andre, we are grateful for your time, grateful for your leadership. Can't wait to see what you guys do in 2023 and beyond for all your hospitality partners. Um, it's really, I mean, this, this is the greatest time. I mean, I, I can't imagine a time where business owners had the ability to connect, you know, at the top levels of leaderships of the brands that they admire and do business with. And uh, we hope that you guys took something away from this. We hope you reach out to Pepsi, um, schedule that time. They'll do an audit of your menu. They'll give you some suggestions um, and sh share with us, share with us the story. Ca go to Cali BBQ Media on Instagram, tag us, um, let us know, and definitely come to clubhouse if you guys want to get a hold of me it's at sean p walchef s-h-a-w-n p-w-a-l-c-h-e-f and that is on instagram that's on tiktok linkedin twitter all the uh all the social places um andre thank you for your time we're grateful you, sean. and uh, uh, i really appreciate the invitation and, uh, and your time too and you know, no, we've got we've got it. We've got a lot of work to do. This is uh, we know that this we're grateful for the Internet because this is not just about the United States. This is a global thing. And every yeah. every restaurant, every every no matter where you are on, on Earth, that's consuming this, the lessons and the stories that we share on here. Um, this is the most exciting time to be in business. And uh, it's 
if you're in the hospitality business, it shouldn't be so hard to make money. It shouldn't be so hard to build a sustainable business and to scale yeah. your business and your story matters. Um, yeah. That's why we love doing this show is that your story matters. Once you're ready to start telling that story, we're here to help you. So as always, stay curious, get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. And a special thank you to our title sponsor, Toast. Toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant, Cali Barbecue. It is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show. People like Sam, the cooking guy, Stacy Poonkinney, Jeff Alexander. So many times the guests tell us that they're using Toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview. That is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show. We want you to win. You that listen to this show, we want you to improve your digital hospitality. Toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you. Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I will get you the link to the right Toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show, that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about Toast, you implemented Toast, you did a Toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community. Share your Toast story with us. DM me today to learn more and be sure to check out Toast.